Welcome to Adventures in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Hello everyone, I am so happy to be back here with you this week. In this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you five classroom systems for your language learners. Before we get started today, I do want you to go download this amazing free tool I have available to you. It's called the Ultimate Guide to a Successful School Year. In this guide, I'm going to walk you through how you can take those nervous jitters that you have for the upcoming school year and transform them into this amazing, undeniable confidence throughout the whole school year. All because you started with the basic steps in this free guide that I'm offering you. To download the guide, go to myadventuresinesl.com forward slash ultimate guide. Now, we're always going to start off our episodes with a reflection question. And our reflection question for this week is, how effective were your classroom systems this year? Take a moment to think about this question. You know, I always encourage you, if you want to pause this podcast right now, jot down some answers, brainstorm, think about it, and ask yourself that question and answer honestly about where you stand. A lot of times as teachers, we can have too many systems in place. On the flip side of that, we may struggle with not having enough effective classroom systems. This past school year, yes, I know, even to be on this this chair with this podcast for you, I ran into not having effective classroom systems in place. A lot of the students were returning from not being in school in person for two years. I found that the systems that I did have in place previously, those systems weren't effective anymore in my classroom. I found myself trying to force these classroom systems on the students that weren't effective, and it just wasn't what they were needing. This led to my classroom not running as effectively as I hoped it would. The students were getting frustrated. I was getting frustrated. It was just this vicious cycle that was going on in my classroom. I knew that something had to be done, but I was really hesitant about changing anything in the middle of the school year or even three weeks into the school year. And I know that was a hard lesson for me. It's best to make that change as soon as you see that, okay, I've tried it, it's not working. So that was a lesson that I learned that was really important as a side note this school year. I did reflect on what was happening. And at that point, I realized that my students had not been in school since the fourth grade. We taught sixth graders this last school year at the beginning of the year. And I thought about it. They were in elementary school the last time they were in school. And it was halfway through the year at that point as well. So this hit me really hard. And it made me realize that I need to adjust my expectations And I also need to adjust my classroom systems that were in place. I brainstormed and then I came up with some essential classroom systems that my language learners need. 
Now, if, to, if you're like classroom systems, what is a classroom system? I just wanna give you a quick reminder of what that is. A classroom system is nothing more than a follow routine that supports you in running an effective classroom. Here are the five classroom systems that your classroom needs, my classroom needs, every classroom needs. And I'm gonna share those with you right now. The first one is entering the classroom. Think about your language learners and how you want them to enter your classroom every day. I'm gonna provide you with an example of how my students enter the classroom. They end up working very well for me this school year. When my students enter the classroom, they pick up their notebook, they look at the board for the directions of what to do for today. Usually it's their bell ringer. And the goal that I have for my students when they enter the room is to be calm and confident each day. I don't want them entering into the classroom and being all over the place. So when you are thinking about your entering the classroom system or routine for your students, think about what is your goal? How do you want them to come into your classroom each day? and design your system around that. The second classroom system that your classroom needs is turning in assignments. Turning in assignments can be a extremely hectic process. You want to have a streamlined process for your students when they're submitting their assignments to you. You can have students put their name and their class number on the top of their paper and turn them into a specified area. In my class, I had them turn them in into a number box. Having a process of turning assignments will reduce lost papers, it will prevent you from having your assignments all over the classroom, and it will help you easily grade your assignments. This school year, I transitioned from middle school to teaching K through five elementary school language learners. And I did not have a turning in assignments procedure in place for those elementary students. I thought, I don't need it. I'll have one here, two here. And that was a big mistake that I made. And so this upcoming school year, I'm thinking about how do I want, since I'm teaching five grade levels, how do I want those students to turn their papers in to me each day? And what I'm thinking about is going to be slightly different from my middle school students. And I'm going to be brainstorming those. So I'll be, be on the lookout. I'm going to share how I plan on doing that. Right now, I'm still in the stages of kind of thinking through how I'm going to have those K through five students turn in their assignments for me when they come to my classroom. Now, the third classroom system that I want to share with you is bathroom breaks. We can do a whole one hour podcast on bathroom breaks for students. I know you all have stories. I have stories. And my number one piece of advice here is to keep going to the bathroom as simple as possible. This is how it looks in my classroom. I only allow bathroom breaks during independent work time. So if I'm talking, no bathroom breaks. To help me facilitate this, I have a visual for my language learners. I have a green sign that shows they can go to the bathroom and a red sign that signals they need to wait to go to the bathroom. I want you, when you're thinking about your going to the bathroom break process or going to the bathroom process, think about the age and the maturity of your students when planning out this bathroom break routine. I know some teachers that only, they don't allow bathroom breaks in their classroom. They only allow them in emergency situations where they only go before the classroom or after the classroom. That may be something that works for you if you're in high school. Um, I do something, like I said, very similar. Uh, I did this past year, 
they could, I, had, I noticed sixth grade, they hadn't been in school in two years, a lot of them. And I noticed that a lot of students were asking me to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom constantly, constantly, constantly. And it dawned on me then, I was like, did I go over my bathroom procedure this school year? <laughs> and I really hadn't. I hadn't. I kind of glossed through it or, you know. And so this upcoming school year, I'm going to make sure that that is something that I take the time to do. And I'm going to share a little bit more about some mistakes that I made during this school year, reflecting back on everything and how I plan on adjusting those mistakes for this upcoming school year. So one of the things that I will encourage you to do is just look for some visual cues um, that you want to include for your younger students and your newcomers, even any students that just, you know, they thrive off of visual cues, include those in your classroom as well. The next one that I want to share with you is pencil sharpeners. I know you all heard me talk about this before. If you're new here, just to share, I do not like the pencil sharpener. It is the most annoying sound to me on the planet. I just, I don't like it. So, <laughs> and it's also a huge disruption to the class. So having a system for your language learners on how they can access writing utensils is an essential for an effective classroom. I mean, can you imagine you're giving this heartfelt lesson and then your students get up in the middle of the lesson just to sharpen your pencil over you while you're talking? It's just, it's annoying, just lack of a better word. So you want to make sure you have a system in place for it. My advice here as well is to keep this process simple. So you see a trend here, just make sure your classroom systems are as simple and effective as possible. In my classroom, to keep it simple, I have a bin to sharpen pencils. When the students need a uh, sharpen, when the students need to sharpen a pencil, they just take a sharpened pencil from the bin. This is a battle that I don't want to fight with my students. I know some teachers are like, nope, you bring your own writing utensils, you're not getting mine. This is a battle that, like I said, I don't want to fight. It's not that serious to me. I know I've been in meetings where I've forgotten a pencil or a pen. And I've always appreciated somebody having one available for me. So just in my classroom, I don't like the sound of a pencil sharpener. I don't want to go back and forth about students forgetting pencils. I just add extra pencils on my supply list. When I see them on sale, I grab extra pencils and I just have sharpened pencils available um, at all times for them. And when you're planning your classroom system for pencil sharpener, think about something that you can take that you can stay consistent with the whole school year. I've even had seen teachers have specific jobs where the student is like, there's a student that sharpens the pencils on their behalf. So think about that when you're planning your system as well. And the last system that I wanna share that is an essential for your classroom is organizing supplies. Depending on your class, you can have a lot of supplies. This I noticed as well when I transitioned from middle school to elementary school this year, I noticed that I had a lot more supplies out than I normally did. And at the beginning of the school year, you want to take time to make sure you organize your supplies. Once again, this is something that I knew um, in the middle towards the transition that, oh, I should have organized my crayons and I should have organized my color pencils and I should have organized my markers. I just dumped them all in one big bin. And that was something that I was like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. This is not going to work. <laughs> 
So uh, one of the things that I'm going to do for this upcoming school year is I'm going to organize the crayons in the color pencils, in the markers, and their own little special sections. And I just went to the Dollar Tree today, actually. I have some bins and some little organizing cups that I purchased at the Dollar Tree and just have those available at the table. You can do that as well, something really simple. You can also just organize them on a bookshelf. I've seen art teachers do this. They just have like all their scissors, all their color pencils pencils, pens, everything out organized on a bookshelf. And the students just go to them and access them. And of course, they're all labeled as well. This is going to help keep your classroom neat. It's going to help reduce confusion about where things are. And it's also, it's going to be easy for your students to access those things as well. So there are many classroom systems that you can use for your language learners. The top five that I just listed, I feel like are essential for any classroom for language learners. I also want to encourage you, just like I did at the beginning of the episode, is to download that ultimate teacher guide. It's going to help you plan out your school year. It doesn't matter if you're listening to this in the middle of the school year, at the end of the school year. It is an essential guide that you need to help you plan out your school year. So I want to hear from you all. I want to know what is your favorite classroom system to use with your language learners. Join our Facebook community, My Adventures in ESL, to share. And I have enjoyed talking with you all today. And I will see you all next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com, for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you will never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.